You ever see those cup of noodles? Oh, yeah. Like the the college dorm room oh, cup God, of noodles? Yeah. Tate had them every week at school. Dude, they have so many flavors. The spicy one? The spicy chicken. Forget about Best it. Best one. Do you drink the Best broth one. after? Absolutely, I dude. got shitted on so much for drinking the broth Why? after. Why? You it just was... walk around with a cup and... Yeah, it was <laughs> it was hot, it's nice, it's savory, it's yeah. a little spicy. I dumped the broth What, out. you think it's disgusting? I No, I don't think the broth is disgusting. I have no problem with the broth. I just think the noodles taste better without the broth broth here's my but, thing but do you like you don't like just the broth though no i won't drink just the broth with soup yeah not with ramen cup noodle no you, once drink. you get past like the fact that it's 100 percent fake food it's really not that bad it's 100 percent salt <laughs> yeah it's You're just drinking salt water out of the ocean at that yeah. point it's funny because i'm not a guy who will i'm fond of cereal I love cereal. Same. Uh-huh. I won't drink the milk after the cereal, though. See, that's... That, that is a crime. Yeah, I won't, that's weird. I won't do that, but I'll drink the broth after soup. Even if you have the bowl that has the straw built into it? Well, back in the day, of course, I used yeah, that. Okay. Come on. I would do that. Those are great bowls. Dude. Where'd we they had, go? like, a couple of those. I had them growing up in high school. Th- those are great! <laughs> yeah, where'd they go? How convenient that at the end you had to tilt it a little yeah, bit to get the last few drops. <laughs> Upward Why don't you like drinking the milk though? Freaks me out. It's the best part. I'm not a big milk sugar guy. Sugar milk in general. <laughs> but you like it with the cereal. Mm-hmm. It's probably the same reason why you don't like just the broth. Because you like the noodles in the broth, but not just the broth, right? Yeah, it could be. I don't know. We you, are, I'd love milk. Same. <laughs> salt water broth fucking so ramen. Nah, a little spice on like there. So. Yeah, a little spice. <sighs> I've heard people sometimes... Take my lactose. Have you ever heard of making ramen noodles, but with milk instead of water? Nay. That have must you heard of that? I'm getting heavy. furious. Is that, have that you heard of that? No. Oh, that, okay. that, that's even a thing? Yeah. No. I got, I got One of my friends, I think it was in college, somebody uh, used to do that. And they told me that they did that, and they spoke about it like it was the norm. Like, boil, you don't boil it in milk? I was like, what? I do not want another single pop culture reference out of you for the rest of the trip, you understand? I'm trying to say that something is coming. Alright, welcome to On Tap. I am Jason, here with Tate, Andrew, and Louie the Goldfish, as always. One, two, three, Louie! Louie! <laughs> Our boy. Think he's, like, getting used to us being down here and talking for an hour every week? I think he likes it. Mom came down the <laughs> other day, and she just looked at him and then looked at me. She was like, you ever talk to him or anything? <laughs> Mo- Mom, I think genuinely... <laughs> buddy. Mom feels bad for Louie. I'm telling you, I rescued him. You did! You, you absolutely rescued him from the pet store. There's no doubt about that. But yeah. how often do you come down here and hang out with Lou the fish? A well, fish? I'm doing laundry or something. I'll give him some extra foods or something yeah. and look at him for a little There's bit. There's not much to do. That's what I'm saying. It's a fish. It's a fish. Yeah. Fish suck. <laughs> worst pet. It's probably, yeah, uh, easily the worst, yeah, worst pet. pet. Like snakes, you could feed him a rat yeah. or a mouse. Take him out, let him. Yeah, you know, a turtle, you could let him you know, yeah. out. Or Unless you have a fish tank, like, you ever watched Tanked? On Discovery? Oh, yeah. That yeah, show then, is then it's crazy. Kind of cool. They're then cool it's cool. Yeah, if you have it, like, as your centerpiece, that's who's really got cool. money for that? That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty <laughs> sure they did an episode of, like, Shaq. For Louis, yeah. we got... They definitely did. I think I've seen it. Yeah. For Louis, we got bare bones. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean... It's a tank and rocks. It's probably better than what he had, though. <laughs> yeah, a dirty tank, because Tate hasn't cleaned it yet. He's anyway, living, though. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for tuning in with us here. Hey, uh, we're on social media if you want to check us out. <laughs> i got to plug our channels. 
what are you? I, I feel like I'm always like plugging the channels or something, and there's some kind of joke that goes on, and I miss yeah, it. I just looked at him like, why you got to do me like that? <laughs> he is always eyeballing me when he started doing this. Why? Because uh, he calls me out for shit. So, like what? Like not cleaning the tank. Right <laughs> well, have you cleaned it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you no, You're lying. You sick son of a bitch. All he right. told me it could be a long time before you clean it. I don't want to kill him. I'm really scared that if I do anything, he's going to die. But he's probably going to die regardless, so I'm in limbo. We're going to get fucking PETA called on us, I swear yeah, to God. Dude. All right. Well, uh, as I was saying, we are on social media. If you want to check us out, we'd appreciate it. Check us out on Twitter, at OnTapOfficial, YouTube, OnTapPodcast. We're on Instagram, official on tap podcast, and you could finally find us on Facebook at official on tap on tap podcast. What a tongue twister! Once, once you start saying that fast, it starts to get a little messy. Uh, and you can also find the full podcast on SoundCloud and Spotify. I keep checking iTunes every day, but we're still not up on there yet. We will be eventually, though. Uh, we got a great lineup for tonight. Uh, first, our spoiler review of Joker. Hey. Super excited to talk about this. Um, then we got some, uh, news to cover. Scorsese apparently saying that Marvel movies are not cinema. We want to respond to that. What a bastard. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. actually responded to Scorsese's, uh, comment, and we want to cover that. And then, um, Rick and Morty season four coming out very, very soon. Uh, they dropped the trailer. Hell yeah. Um, we'll get into that a little bit. And finally, towards the end of the show, right before the release radar, Tate wants to talk a little bit about... Uh, a show that Andrew isn't too fond of, and one that I really haven't heard of, End of the uh, Fucking World Season 2 is coming out, and Tate will uh, take, it, take it by the range when that's all time. you, Tate. Um, so that's that. Yeah. Joker. Joker, Joker, Joker. Where do we begin with this? Joaquin. I was, I was thinking about that a lot today. It's like, where do we even start There's with this? There's so much to cover. Where do we start? What would be a good spot to start? I think... Uh, first scene. Okay, we could do that. Where he's twirling the sign. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the first scene in the movie, right? Yeah. This is, again, can't stress enough, this is a spoiler review. If you don't, if you intend to see Joker, uh, you haven't yet and you don't want to know what happens, kind of skip ahead. We'll put in the description the exact time. Yeah. Once we edit and everything to uh, skip two. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the YouTube description that is Spotify, we ain't got that. We'll be talking about all, all, yeah, we have description on Spotify. Is that? We do, but yeah. I usually just put what the show was about. Oh, well. <laughs> I'll say spoiler discussion about Joker. People will know. I guess, yeah. They'll know. Okay. Skip ahead. Um, Use your brains, people. Yeah. It's 2019. Right, right, right. 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 Um, so, yeah, first scene. Yes. Um, I thought this movie immediately had me invested in it. I don't know about you guys, because it, they, they set the tone right in the beginning. Well, I totally didn't expect to see... Joaquin Phoenix in the Joker makeup or Joker-esque makeup in the first scene of the movie. And granted, he wasn't the Joker right. yet, but it was painting the picture really well for what's going to happen. And if you yeah. notice in that scene, he fucked up his makeup because he like started crying mm-hmm. when he was doing all the smile thing and like the sadness. And I think that just played... It told me at least right away like... This guy's going through something. Yeah. He's definitely got demons, and he's definitely in in war with himself mm-hmm. or, or with his mental illness. And so I was right away just – I was sucked in with what what's going to happen. Yeah. If this is the first scene, he's going to be a madman. Yeah. That – I kind of interpreted that as almost um, a, a way to 
show that deep down he was the Joker from the beginning. Mm-hmm. He had a lot of inner demons. And even though this movie was very much about his journey becoming the Joker as we know him, I think that I, I viewed that as on the inside, even from the very beginning when he was on the surface trying to be, you know, a nice guy, trying to get along, trying to take care of his mother. He still had inner demons that he was kind of trying to suppress, trying to shove down. He was the Joker on the inside, but this movie was about the Joker kind of coming out. That's the way I took it. Yeah, it really seemed like the pinnacle of how far you could push someone before they go off the edge. And, like, this was absolutely to the extreme of that in every facet of the movie. Don't get me wrong. Especially pushing someone as far as they could go Mm -hmm. with... A mental illness. Yeah, exactly. And like he had, he had his problems going into the first scene that like we yeah. weren't initially aware of, yeah. but were soon explained right afterwards. And man, this guy, as you said in that first episode, man, a bad day every day since the day you've been born. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember terrible when, when we were talking Horrible. about this. I think last week, how we we're gonna see Joker and stuff. Um, I think it was last week that you said, "I really hope this movie." has and i'm paraphrasing has like more violence as opposed to an in-depth study about the psychology Mm -hmm. of a man do you stand by that i think it had the perfect balance balance. the perfect balance i I think they nailed it more more violence really like i'm not upset with the movie in any way shape or form i just think it would have been cooler for yeah yeah the joker go out and murder a couple more people and show you know just get back at the bolt like if he got those kids back at some point during the movie i would not have been upset if he killed some kids yeah whatever here's what did it for me is that there were really only like like three or four like violent scenes right Mm -hmm. but the reason why that's enough for me it might have been three um the reason why that's enough for me is because the way that they made those violent scenes was just it was so dark jaw dropping jaw dropping man and so that was that was plenty for me shout out to the director todd phillips uh, did just so good mm-hmm. with and dc man they pulled it off they yep. did a nailed it they nailed, nailed it, it. yeah and nailed they did it. really good and obviously reviews aren't meant to be just you know praising uh, a movie obviously this movie wasn't perfect wasn't perfect there's there's issues um in some regards but my honest honest opinion is that this movie was just phenomenal mm-hmm. and i think they did really really well at portraying the joker as someone you can empathize mm-hmm. with and it reminded me a lot of like in game of thrones like season eight especially when you're seeing cersei's world come crashing down even after all the diabolical things she's done throughout eight seasons, you're you're still like, man, like you're yeah. almost rooting for her to win. And like, I felt myself feel the same way with Joaquin Phoenix mm. and the Joker mm. because he, he started off as a genuinely, you know, a good guy. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but the scene that got me just encapsulated with this movie, and it was a little while through, but. And I was like, I was with it from the get-go, but the scene that made me say, like, I love this movie was right after he killed the three kids on the subway and was in the bathroom doing his little dance, I was like, what yep. the yep. fuck? I, was I like, love that dance. Yeah. I was like, this is the Joker. Yep. He's crazy. Yep. I thought the same thing. That, to me, that scene, I thought in my head, he's now the Joker. Yeah. That was when the the, the switch flipped, he was the Joker. From yeah. Yeah. uh, you know what really like got me into this movie and it was almost it was it was actually immediately into the movie when the kids 
took his sign mm-hmm. and he chased them down however many blocks in New York City yep. to go find them, get a sign back, and then just get him whacked in the face. They beat he, the shit out of him. They beat the sh- living shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Then the sign was broken, and then later on his boss yells at him for the sign. Yeah. And he just starts smiling at him because he's like, I can't even believe this. Yeah. Right. And. You know, it just goes to show one bad thing following another and no one taking your side, no one believing you type of shit. Mm-hmm. And it's terrible and whatnot. But what got me into the like into the movie right away is I knew he, this guy was the Joker. Yeah. I know he was going to become the Joker. And immediately I felt terrible for him. Mm-hmm. I just, like, my heart sank. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man. Like, I really just want to, like, give this guy a hand, yeah. help him up, yeah. and, you know, you know, help him through the rest of yeah. his day or something like that. And yeah dude just it was forever and, bad moments and, for him you know you know what's even kind of it, it brought me down watching it you, you know? know what's even kind of crazy and empathy i think this is Big. indicative of how good the writing was in this movie is that even after he killed those innocent kids i i still was focused well the, the you know those kids on the subway right did they deserve to get shot after yeah. after he no. killed them they didn't deserve to get shot, but even after he killed them, because bad things continued to happen to to Arthur, mm-hmm. was his name, um, I still felt sympathy for him. You know, it, it wasn't like, all right, he killed the kids, he's now a monster, I've, I I have no remorse for him, no sympathy. Yeah. It was still like, I, I connected with him, right. you know? The parallels between getting beat down literally the first time after he got the sign stolen from him, and once those kids on the subway started to beat the shit out of him, and he, I knew he had the gun, I was like, this guy's gonna pop off. I was like, this is when it's gonna start, mm-hmm. and uh, it did. Yep. And, um, that's, man, I just, honestly, I can't say enough good things about the way Joaquin Phoenix played this character, mm-hmm. and you gotta think about how big of a task this is going into a performance after such a legend like Heath Ledger. And um, honestly... Jared Leto, you mean, right? Man, we'll get to that in a second. He's he's tight. I got a bit to say (laughs) about that. He was technically the most recent Joker, I mean. Heath Ledger, it's it's really nice to have a Joker movie that uh, portrays the Joker in such a different fashion that Heath Ledger did. Heath Ledger portrayed the Joker as a maniacal man who who's capable of absolutely vicious acts without any remorse. Mm-hmm. Whereas on the other side of the spectrum, you have Joaquin Phoenix playing the Joker, who is a man you empathize with. Not one time did I empathize with Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. No, I didn't. No, I don't think so. I never it's empathized. It's been a while since I've seen Dark Knight, though. Never empathized with him. I always just thought of him as the bad guy yeah. like he's yeah. a psycho guy mm-hmm. who's who's doing crazy things but then you have this performance by this actor who makes you Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm, who makes you think Joaquin about uh you know this is a guy like this is he's a guy who got the worst cards mm-hmm. dealt with him in the world mm-hmm. and on top of that the writing was phenomenal for it they did a great job you know, making him able to do that. Building him up. Mm-hmm. Building him up, and uh, what a good casting. And, I mean, like I said, two different Jokers. Honestly, I think I prefer, like, watching the story of the Joker, like, played by Joaquin Phoenix, more than just the diabolical acts by Heath Ledger's Joker. 
but it's up to subjection. Each person's yeah, different. I was going to ask you guys, like, who do who do you like more at this point? I just was trying to answer that for myself because um, the question popped into my head. That's a tough one. It is. It's a really, really tough they one. They both did a great job. And I'll tell you what I think. Uh, I think I'm as, as well as this movie and as great as it was, I think I still like... Heath Ledger's mm. Joker, just because he it was pinned up against Batman, yeah, and that relationship he has with Batman in that movie, like just knowing, like it could have been, you know, before it's passing, it could have been a great rivalry for the movie to follow, and shit like that. Like it was so beautifully, he did it such a great job mm. for such a like a future film, and it just never happened. But yeah. I, I even think, though it didn't happen, it was beautiful. I think to fairly compare the two Jokers. You got to kind of take Batman out of the equation and just look at Joker as a character. You know what I mean? And true. And so to say, so then I look I, at. I, I agree. I like. Right. I also liked how you know he interacted with Batman and the whole story. But you know, kind of. I think we have to separate the story from the characters. I think that makes sense. I agree. And I also think, though, it's tough in, in the sense, too, that... How do you separate a character I, when all the character does interact with other characters? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, for this for this movie, there was some time we saw him alone and whatnot, but in Heath Ledger's Joker, he was almost always with another counterpart, except for when he blew up the hospital. True. Or I but I'm talking about their their psyche, their well, that's the thing, their motives, that sort of thing. That's what I was gonna say. Is that Heath Ledger is the smarter Joker? I think the psychology yeah. of Heath Ledger's Joker is just the smarter Joker, the yep. more um, more planned, the more yeah. comic book Joker, where he's got things calculated and he could kill someone with anything in a room by doing you know anything, yeah, anything really where. Take the pencil, put yeah. it through the guy's yeah. head. That yeah. was that was immediately what drew me into Dark Knight. Where yeah. Phoenix's Joker is more about the descend into like how that even becomes a possibility. Mm-hmm. So it's different spectrums, different Jokers, yeah. both amazing. <laughs> both are great. To answer your question, I still think Heath Ledger's the better Joker. Hot take, but I like the psychology behind Phoenix's wow. Joker <laughs> way more. Uh, we haven't. We haven't seen the violence and stuff done by this Joker that we've seen with Ledger's Joker. Mm. And I mean, right. And that's, that's what, what you associate yeah. the Joker with. Exactly. Right. And that's so what you think of the Joker as this so guy. It's, it's almost comparing apples blocks. to oranges. A it bit, it is. It is. And I, I mean, you know, I'm partial to like. They're both great. Yeah. The, the mental health stuff. But, and that's why this film was like so great to me as well. But, um,. You do associate Joker with doing just maniacal acts, and in you know Ledger's movie, it's it's prominent throughout his entire performance, and he steals the show. He died for that role. Yeah, you know, I mean, he really did. Here's an interesting question: um, Do you think, since we're kind of comparing Heath Ledger's Joker and Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, um, and you were talking about how Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is almost like the buildup? to how someone becomes like the Joker in The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the the uh, ep- the prologue. You know what I mean? It's kind of like the, the before, yeah. how everything happens. Can Could you see, what if they tied the two movies together? In other words, um, Joker, 2019's Joker was like 
like Joker one, and then Heath Ledger's Joker was Joker two. Could you see that? It's I mean, almost, I could yeah. see. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm trying, like, I could see no. Joker A turning into Joker B. I could. And go ahead, you first. I'll it, dive into that. It's almost like a symbiote, like Venom. Yeah. Like this mental illness that the Joker mm-hmm. has turns him into this super, super diabolical guy. Right. And that could definitely be. There's a lot of room to write about mm-hmm. that and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this film just focused on getting there. Like, right. it was the discovery of the symbiote kind of thing. Like, this is my descent into madness because of the cards that I'm dealt. Um, but I think they could definitely write that mm-hmm. for sure, how this mental illness turns him into someone that psycho. Yeah. And, like, it's it's a, like a multi-personal, multi-personality disorder mm-hmm. kind of thing. Where, like, with this disorder you're given it's almost like your power mm-hmm. and, yeah and i mean that's yeah that's i mean the thing. you know some people can take their disorder and use it into like yeah. a weapon for other people or themselves but what i was gonna say is um i sent you guys a little picture from instagram a post that i saw and i put it in the on tap group uh <laughs> i don't know if you guys read it or not but i'm gonna read it for the for the pod right now probably sure you bastard. Um, <laughs> Skimmed it right so over. So there's this account called Get Fandom, and let me tell you, it is a very great account to follow if you're into any sort of superhero, any anything pop culture, really. Get Fandom is on top of it. So I rely on them heavily for, for my source material, and like I think they're great, but... Top the the picture I sent you guys says, Top Phillips shares new details on the Joker. And I did see this, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I said, I got thank you. You, I you, got you. You looked at it. You, you're a bastard, Tate. <laughs> I might have seen it. Uh, it's the there's a couple of quotes in the in the picture, and it says Joaquin Phoenix Joker would never go up I against a grown up Batman if there is a sequel. It is possible Arthur Fleck isn't the real Joker, but an inspiration for Batman's real nemesis, and. You know, you're saying this is DC Blacklist type of movie, so they're they're they they're all their own standalone movies type of deal. And if that is the case, you know, it sucks because they truly set up a great point for Batman in this yeah. movie and everything uh-huh. they did with it. But if they're not gonna do that and they wanna take, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker as an inspiration for a future Joker, great. I don't Think yeah. the people would be happy. Yeah, though. I don't. I'm chomping. I like I'm chomping to say something. I'm, I'm, go I'm, go I'm, ahead. I'm my legs just, twitching. I just, I just had to say that. You know? No. Yeah, yeah. And it relates to that completely. Um, number one, I think we all. Oh, he's looking at the picture, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we kind of figured uh, here at OnTap that Joaquin probably wouldn't go up against the Joker. I you mean, Batman. <laughs> Batman. And that being said, I'm after seeing the movie, I'm kind of glad that he's not going to because this was such a standalone joker movie yeah that built him up to be such his own person with his own battles that i don't think he needs batman to kind of you know belittle that or like lift him up i don't think that's necessary Mm -hmm. and the second thing i will be really disappointed if arthur fleck that we saw in this movie is not the actual joker yeah i'd be pissed i think that's baloney because you nailed a movie on the Joker. It was the perfect origin story. It almost seemed like for, the ending of the, the movie around. was him getting out. Like, on his way of breaking out of wherever the F he was mm-hmm. at the end of that movie. His mind. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe we, we saw visions. Maybe like, he was in an asylum. Maybe it was just his mind. But like the bloody shoes, him running up and down the hallway, mm-hmm. it seemed like he found. His, you know, he's working his way out of that place. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I just, I really hope they this DC Black Label thing isn't taken too seriously because, like I said, it was perfectly set up for Robert Pattinson's yep. Batman, the next Batman in line. Let me but who go ahead. Let me bring up a quick point, and I, I said this to you guys when we were driving home from the movies, and I want to, wow. That was gnarly. I don't know if everyone heard that, but that was a nice rip. <laughs> it came from the soul, that one. <laughs> All right. Love that sound. Uh, <laughs> I said this to you guys when we were driving home from the movies, but I want to say it again here. I think I loved Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. I would love to see him in another movie. Absolutely. Love to see him in another movie. I hope so. And I think that DC has an incredible, incredible opportunity here. Incredible opportunity to make this into a much larger universe. I, I think, here we go, money quote right here, you heard it on tap. If they did this right, I think this Joker movie could turn into DC's Iron Man 1. But the thing is... I agree. I do agree. I, agree. I do agree. I agree with the premise of it, but the logistics of it, I don't know. Because DC Black Label movies, they already said they're going to be separate from the DCEU. Which I think is... A, I, that's that's what I, plays into DC is stupid. I, yeah, <laughs> They're kinda. dumb. Like if just, what, just, just, do just this abolish the, it already. Just abolish the black label already. Just do this from the get go. Yeah, yeah. And like you know what I'm saying. What, what I'm saying is is they should if they were smart they would look at this and say damn we got something going here let's build on it. But they're and it'd be a shame to I think just kind of let this go. Okay, okay. What so do you think? Let's all take a step back here. Getting getting a little riled, I'm fired up. Yeah. All right. Let's all take a step back here and relax and breathe. And now after watching this movie, guys. Seeing Joachim's journey from start to finish, do we think? <laughs> do we think he could become a crime lord like this Joker that he's created could become a crime lord mm-hmm. like the Joker we we mm-hmm. know from a Dark Knight, for instance? That's what I'm saying. I, I'm absolutely convinced. Yes, you, you think so? Yeah. That's the thing, though. You think he could gather a gang and just start murdering? Well, look at and... the end. He had everyone rallying around him. He, he I mean, true. he had the support right there. But it's hard to compare. Like we don't know his motivations yet, really. Right? There's there's nothing to Where, say about that other than the fact that he was pissed off about life and he wanted to get back at it. Where he's high on being bad and having the attention and having the attention. I mean, yeah. I don't Is know, he man. the one who knocks? <laughs> That's a great shirt, by the way. Thank you, thank you. Can the camera see that? Well, Walter White, <sighs> our boy Heisenberg, El Camino. <laughs> <laughs> I'm throwing it. I'm throwing it in now. October 11th. <laughs> Can't wait. I saw an article that uh, we know Walter's fate. I didn't read it. It could happen. He could be in this movie, guys. But I'll talk about back that to Joker. Spot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know though. It's tough to say because the motivations are still kind of. It's a gray area. Um. Do you think it would be a good idea if they tried that to build the universe and to like build Joker into a super super villain? Yeah, I Could guess. Could he be our Thanos? Nah, I don't nah, think so. No one, I don't think anyone would stack up to... But... I don't know, like... he make a damn good villain, though. All right, I don't think they need the whole Justice League yeah. to bring him down <laughs> in, like, 40 <laughs> <Yeah>. other fighters. <laughs> I don't know, because... they're Like we said, they're different Jokers, and, I mean, I don't... 
I'm not convinced, at least as of yet, that Phoenix's Joker is as calculated and smart in general to be that villain, whereas Ledger's villain was just a diabolical guy who who was a genius. Right. But But, I mean, if they made another movie, all they would have to do is say, yeah, this guy's been crazy for a year and now he's this batshit crazy. That's all they'd have to do. It, it, they could easily write that into the movie. I don't know. I that almost. I, I like the psychology part of it too, though. It's like they they banked a lot on the psychology mm-hmm. part of it and like the mental illness part of it, and it was almost uh, to make a statement more than to build up like a villain. Yeah, like you were rooting for the Joker, kind of in a way, mm-hmm. and you were never doing that with Ledger's. I mean, you and he stole the screen, and you were like, um, you know, hypnotized by his performance, but. I don't think Christian Bale gets enough credit in The Dark Knight because that yeah. movie wouldn't have been nearly as it's good true. if yeah. Batman wasn't just as pissed off about this Joker dude as anyone else. But I, that that's why I really like this movie too is because, like I said, the Joker in every Batman movie has always been like my reason why I liked the Batman movies. I've always said Batman's kind of stale. Wild. I've, I've always said that like my favorite part about those movies was watching the Joker. And this was a movie about only the Joker. Mm-hmm. And like that's I like So you that. don't want them to take So they didn't take away from need that. Batman. They didn't I, yeah. need him and they still made it a mind-blowing film. They still put him in there though. Yeah, yes and no. They put they, they put the Waynes in there and they put Bruce in there. There's a big interaction with Bruce, man. But you can argue that they that, still put it in there. You you can argue that that's to only drive Phoenix or Fleck, I guess, into more madness because he thought that he was adopted, and uh, it's like John being a Targaryen. No, he he found out that he was adopted. Right. Well, okay, yeah. It's like John finding out he's a Targaryen, and then Danny finds that out and goes mad. It's like Fleck finds out he's adopted. He they use that to go, you know, further down the rabbit mm-hmm. hole. So like. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, that's coming out. So, so here's a question. <laughs> what? Do you think... All right, let's say they did another movie with Joaquin Phoenix, mm-hmm. okay? Um, probably won't. I hope they do. I, think they, if they I get don't enough, think they I will. I think they will. If they get enough money. They seem to be money pretty they, dead dumb set on this. Not to. Um, if they right, did though. another movie with Joaquin Phoenix, do you think it would be a mistake to somehow add in Batman? No, I don't think so. I I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, this it, it truly this depends. Movie was so great with just him that I don't know. I mean, it depends on the writing. It depends on the director. Mm, it depends yeah. on the cast. I think it truly depends on how far along we want to go with this because we saw our 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 Wayne boy very young in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you right now, I don't. I do not think Phoenix is going to be with. Uh, Pattinson. No, and I don't that's so. why I think Todd Phillips's comment is so interesting because I don't think it's going to be Phoenix as our next Joker. I think we're going to find another Joker and it's not going to be Jared Leto. That sucks. I man. think we're going to get another one and it's going to be and this is how like this Batman movie could I don't know I don't know if I, Batman villain's been confirmed or not, that but That sucks so but, bad. But I think this is what we're going to see. The, why would you do that? You can't I I he's under- dumb as freaking Why would you pick an origin story anything. for the Joker with the perfect casting with a guy who nails it and everyone loves yeah. after someone like Ledger 
who goes toe-to-toe with Ledger as the Joker, and then you say, ah, he wasn't the real one. Here's yeah. this Here's this other guy yeah. that you guys should root for as the Joker. That's so freaking stupid, and I hope that DC has enough common sense not to do that, but I don't have faith. So, uh, honestly, I could see it happening, and I'd be really pissed off. I probably wouldn't see the fucking movie. Eventually, you I'm have sure to add in Batman, though, I'd don't you? <laughs> what? Eventually, you have to add in Batman, though, don't you? If you if you continue following Joker as a character through these movies, if they keep at going some with, point, don't you have to introduce Batman? If they go with, like, a Joker 2, like a sequel to this one, yeah, I think somewhere along the line, if they go, like, 2 or 3, if they make it a trilogy is what I'm trying to yeah. say. Then yes, at some point we have to get more Batman, and there has to be a, a you know, maybe even like he wins, he actually defeats Batman type of thing, and this has nothing related to the oh, DCEU. I would, I would love that, that would be insane. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. But I don't know. I'd like to see me personally. I'd like to see this DC blacklist, like just a villain type of thing, and convert it into the Legion of Doom, Birds of Prey, Harley Quinn. And, like, converting that into the Legion of Doom would be crazy, just all the DC villains. And then, meanwhile, they're working on the DCU, is building up all the heroes, and mm-hmm. then they finally collide type of thing. Like, right. What if? Have, ooh, you have take. two type of things right here, and, you know, just, you know, mesh them together yeah. like PB&J. It could, yep. be, it could be a recipe in the making, yep. or they could just really just throw it out the window and say, fuck this, we're going to continue to make shitty movies. Hot take. Well Go said. ahead, Tate. What if? So, you know how in Birds of Prey, Leto's done. Like, in, yeah. that, in Suicide Squad, Leto's done. Um, Todd Phillips said this might be uh, inspiration for someone to be the real Joker. What if this was a prequel to Birds of Prey? To the Leto days, where Leto was the person who took the inspiration from Phoenix. Uh-huh. And then they broke up, and Harley Quinn meets Phoenix's. The real Joker. Right, so he's not the real Joker because Leto is, but he is the real Joker because yeah, they crossed him. That'd be... Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. If Joaquin Phoenix is in Birds of Prey, that has got to be the most hush-hush <laughs> shit I think hush, ever. Hush as fuck, yeah. I don't think it'll happen, but can you fucking imagine? I can't yeah, imagine. We, we're here to theorize and All I know discuss. is, I, I want to see Joaquin again. I'd love to see him in another, in another movie. Yeah. Um, I think it was great. What'd you guys uh, think 1 through 10? Honestly, uh, I'm giving it, like I said, it wasn't perfect. I, I 9-1. Really? Yeah. I give it a, a solid 9. I've digested this now. Yeah. <laughs> Went and saw it Monday. Today is Wednesday. I've I, had a couple days to think about it. It had to be in the 9s for me. I, I sat with an 8-7 when I initially walked out of the movie. Here I am. Not budging eight seven. All right, fair. That's fair. Still great scores. I do want to say around. too the um the budget for this movie was fifty five million. Just to give people numbers, um, this was posted two days ago. That in the U S. right now, with a couple days of it being out, it's grossed about ninety three and a half million. Over the weekend, it was ninety million in the U S. Just over three days. And uh, are you kidding? <laughs> worldwide, so far it's sitting at two hundred and thirty-four million. It's doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> people were interested. People want to see if it lit up to the hype. Yeah, and people are happy it has because they're recommending it to other people and they're going to see it. It broke the record, I guess, for what biggest box office in the month of October or something like Most that. Most likely. Uh-huh. Um, 
Damn, but, beat all those horror movies that come out in this month. Yeah. That is crazy. I recommend it. Yeah, oh, 100%. Um, that being movie. said, I don't think it's for everybody. It, it's definitely a certain... It's definitely not for kids. Definitely not for kids. Under the age of 15, I'd say. You get what you fucking deserve. Pop. Right <laughs> wow. on TV. Man, this movie was good. <laughs> this is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, check it out. Definitely check it out. I think it's worth uh, worth the fucking $15 you pay nowadays. Definitely. For if, you, I, if anything, I would have to say, if you have a child or you know a sibling that really wants to see this movie... And, you know, they're struggling with something at the moment. Do not take them to go see it. Just wait it out, maybe till DVD, until they're in a better place, because this movie is dark. It's not a positive, it's not a happy movie. Mm-hmm. I with- could see why people would get upset about it, but I could also, like, there's no reason to be upset about it. If you're struggling with something, and you have and you have this feeling this movie could tip you over and put you in a worse spot, don't don't even bother. Yes. They see were, it for the pleasure of seeing it, and right. the, you know the fun of cinematography and the greatness that comes with it. There were definitely scenes that uh, tampered with severe major depression, suicide, um, all that stuff, inner demons and stuff. So yeah, just know that this is a serious movie that really shouldn't be taken lightly. Yeah, really, actually does focus on mental health quite a bit, which is why I really liked it. Um, and not everyone will. Social right. worker over here. But um, people, you know, people that could take be a that more, stuff that serious. Could be a movie name. The Social Worker. Yeah, there you go. Sign I'm going to write a movie about Tate now. <laughs> sign sign Can me you, Catch you next week with a full Make script. millions. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Martin Scorsese, jumping, uh, switching gears here a little bit, is uh, making headlines saying that Marvel movies, um, including Endgame, are not cinema. Uh, that kinda, guy is bugging. Kind of controversial. What a boner. What a what a loser. I what read that and I was like, "Are you right. fucking kidding me?" Listen, all due respect. Not to, cinema. All due respect, to Scorsese. He's I a. Don't even he's know a, about that. Does he know what cinema is after after a comment like that? <laughs> he's a fantastic director. He really is, man. Goodfellas, Wolf of Wall Street, Shutter Island. Um, yeah, because all of his movies don't have a superhero in it doesn't mean, like, they're not yeah. bad. Like, just because you're creating an original storyline, and not even because Wolf of Wall Street was based on a, off a true story. The Departed, too. That's the one I forgot. Oh, the Departed is I such a good movie. Oh, yeah. my movies God. Movies of generations get a bad rep. And The Irishman. Um, all the older crowd. Yeah, yeah. Forget it. My dad, like, my dad likes superhero movies. He still hasn't seen Endgame, and I, I've been trying to make up a list for him of movies he absolutely needs to see before watching Endgame, like just to understand characters and certain plot points or whatever. And he he's worked his way through, it, but he still hasn't seen Endgame. I'm like, Dude, come on, it's definitely <laughs> Dude, a, this is gen- the movie of the century. Definitely a generational thing. Um, yeah, our uncle is. and even our dad grew up reading the original comics uh-huh. of all these characters. Yep. And um they have a hard time even going to see Spider Man Homecoming. Yeah. Because and it's a it's you know, it's a generational thing and I guarantee you our yeah. kids are gonna have movies like this too where we're just like it's not gonna be the same as what I saw. Mm-hmm. Like so, you know Yeah, but at the same point is at that, like what we're seeing is a far better cinematography than what they have ever seen that's true mm-hmm. and scorsese you can't you can't make that shit up like thor drawing thunder from the sky with his oh yeah with his axe hammer thing yeah like, 
that's not in a movie in the 80s. Are you kidding me? You don't see that. You don't see that CGI anywhere. What? Yeah. How could you not want to see something like that? And, like, I give big praise to my dad because he loves, like, all these new effects and shit. Like, he loves Game of Thrones, Westworld, all that type of shit. Like, he's with it, but at the same time, he's slacking. (laughs) Yeah. I I think Scorsese misspoke. I I think... I think think he he, fully regrets what he said. I think that a more appropriate statement from him would have been, Marvel movies are not my definition of cinema. His definition um, of cinema is Italianos yeah. pulling guns or the Irishmen's and stuff like that. No, I'm saying, but <laughs> let, let me. Can is I read the exact the quote? Irishman? Mm-hmm. I have his quote. I Here's what remember. he said. Um, they asked him about Marvel movies, specifically Endgame. He said, "I don't see them. I tried, you know, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them, as well made as they are, with actors doing the best they can under the circumstances, is theme parks." Which I think was a little bit of a weird comparison. I, I guess do, do you get boiling. that? <sighs> Comparing Marvel movies, I think to he's thinking of Six Flags. All what, right, what's he trying to say? <sighs> I don't know. He's he's really got me boiling though because you Same. know a lot of us grew up on movies like this: yeah. Iron Man one, two, Thor one, Captain America, yep. the First Avenger, all these type yeah. of movies. We grew up with this. This has been going on since two thousand eight. It's 2019, folks. Yeah. That's 11 years. Yep. That's a long time of cinematography from Marvel, and he's saying it's not movies now after they've completed their first major saga of it. We're all starting Bro, to pop off I think, every now and I then. think he's just looking for publicity. Like, I think he's just looking for a way to get, like, who is this Martin Scorsese guy, like, Googled, and then they're going to see his movies, and people are going to be like, well, let me fucking watch his movies, and then he's going to get more views on whatever's coming out. I, I think he's, he's a little bitter. Already. I absolutely think he's bitter. He just didn't have the mind to think of something like this. And you know like, why? He's though? pissed off at this. Oh! I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, uh, he back in the day I'm when mad. he when he directed uh, the movies that he did because they're all older ish movies yeah. like Goodfellas and stuff. Uh, Kevin Feige wasn't like in the picture, and now you got Kevin Feige who is a, new blood, a god in cinema right <laughs> yeah. now. And you know he is probably a little, a little jelly, a little salt, you know, a little salty ass. So, well, uh, I'm fuming. <laughs> same. Going off of that, Robert Downey Jr. recently did an interview. Play on, the sound bit. I think you should play it. I, I didn't get it loaded up, ah, so I can't play the sound bit. But I'll, damn it. I'll paraphrase what happened. He was interviewed by uh, Howard Stern, and uh, I can't remember the question, but uh, basically, Robert Downey Jr. made a joke and said, according to Scorsese, it's not cinema, meaning, you know, Endgame and Marvel movies. I got to take a look at that, you know, he said. And then he went on to essentially say that he completely disagrees with Scorsese's comment. Yeah, as you uh, th- These are in my words, not his. He said it a little bit more um, nicely. <laughs> but uh, he basically said that it's, that it's nonsense and that they absolutely are cinema. I think his... Hey, what was the joke that he said? He was like, in true Tony Stark fashion, he was like, well, they're in movies, aren't they? Yeah. He was like, well, they're playing in theaters. <laughs> yeah. It's a movie, isn't it? Right. It's not like that. So Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr., rather, clearly disagreeing with that, as he should. I'm, I'm glad he kind of stood his ground here, because it clearly is cinema. Might not be everyone's Dude, taste. Not even just that. He but built it's, it's cinema. He built this cinema. Yeah. This cinematography, this new era of, you know Of cinema. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cinema, guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you wanna go see the cinema with me? 
That's an old saying. <laughs> you know who said that? Who? Demir. You, you want to go see a cinema? Yeah. What a... <laughs> um, what a bug. Also in this interview with Howard Stern, uh, Robert Downey Jr. was asked briefly about how he's not nominated for an Oscar. Mm. He kind of... He didn't seem too phased by it and kind of said, you know, in, in so many words, it's not that big of a deal. He doesn't seem too concerned about it, but I'm, I'm kind of tight about it. Yeah, I am too. I think I, he deserved an Oscar, or at least a nomination. After all of it, at the end of the day, he was in how many movies with Marvel? Like, there's many. 22 of them. I'd say he was in at least nine. Yeah. I keep referencing Thrones, but it's like Dinklage getting his, you know? At yeah, the end and of he's absolutely eight. deserving of one. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, if he doesn't give a shit, whatever. It's whatever. I, I just, um, I would have liked to see it. I don't think, you know, at this point in his career, after everything he's been through as an actor, an award isn't going to make or break him. He knows yeah. people love yeah. him for who he is in his role of Tony Stark, and he doesn't care I was talking whether to Jason. he gets the award or not. It's super Iron Man fashion, because in Iron Man 1, when he's he gets the award, and, like, during the acceptance, he's gambling, and, yeah. like, they give him the award later, and he gives it to, like, a butler. He's like, here, kid. Like, he doesn't give <laughs> a shit. I know. So that's... that's Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man, he Tony Stark, Stark, are one. They yeah, are like, the same. They're, and that's what's so awesome about it. I know. Like, I love him as yeah. an actor. I like him as a guy. And if he doesn't want an Oscar, whatever. But it's not going to make or break him. It's it's not. Before, I truly hope Endgame does win an award. Though. Yeah. It is absolutely deserving of one. I just don't know what it's nominated for. Do you think they have a bias against superhero movies like the academy do you think that they kind of look at them as a joke a little I think, bit i'm not a joke but i think because there's so many of them and there's so many opportunities for them to get nominated in so many different areas and during the academies they're just like you gotta give you gotta shell out awards elsewhere otherwise it's gonna like look bad on them mm. i also think the academy doesn't want to necessarily cater to fan favorites as much because they'll get criticized a lot which is Bullshit. That's bullshit. It really the is. People are the ones who pay. I know, but at the end of the day, but critics are the one who critique. So it's like that's a, exactly that's what the academy is. You hear people go up on stage, they say, "I'd like to thank the academy." Yeah, it's like those are the people who nominate you and stuff. So they look for intricate details and stuff, and Scorsese f- kind of movies. Yeah, like good like that kind of cinema. Yeah, man. I mean, the Goodfellas and it stuff. Great cinema. Wolf Don't Wall get me Street, wrong. which I'm. Pretty sure won some Academy Awards, but um, peep. Yeah, I mean they look look for different things other than just like super fan favorites. But so you think they actively? Do you think they actively avoid this genre? I don't think they can. You can't because Black Panther won a whole lot. Yeah, that's true. In uh, that's true. In I think this this past Oscars, Black Panther won quite a bit. Um, so they don't avoid it, but. You know, it's just I don't I don't know yeah. <laughs> I don't know their criteria. Mm. Wolf of Wall Street got its fair share of awards. And speaking of Oscars, just to roll back real quick, um, Joker should definitely be nominated yep. for an Oscar and Joaquin's Phoenix performance. Yep. So the only Grammy Wolf of Wall Street won. Now that I'm on this and looking at it, it was Best Compilation Soundtrack for Visual Media. That's the only Grammy they won. I feel like the Grammy is the hardest one to win. They only won a Grammy? They won... Oh, it was nominated. It didn't even win. Get up on your mic. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. It was nominated. didn't even win. There's a whole other, like, thing if it shows if they won. They won a Golden Globe, 
for best performance by an actor in a motion picture, Leonardo DiCaprio. Won Empire Award, best female newcomer, Margot Robbie. Mm. Um, and I don't even know what that is. Harley the, Quinn. I know that, but like <laughs> I'm saying, like these awards, MTV Movie Awards, best shirtless performance. What? What? <laughs> that is, is that really a category? That is a category. Best shirtless performance. Leonardo DiCaprio nominated what, for Wolf of Wall Street. Yes, for the MTV. Awards. Didn't win, just nominated. Best what? They won what the fuck moment for a MTV Movie Award. Well, I definitely best know. comedic performance. Jonah Hill. I definitely know DiCaprio. Damn, that didn't, is funny. Didn't win an Academy Award. For, no, he didn't for Wall Street. His only Academy Award was from um, not The Revenant. He's uh, so. What, the fuck, what movie was it? I think you're thinking of Academy Awards as one thing. The Academy Awards is the Oscars. But, like, Academy Awards could be used as a general for Grammys, MTV, and everything else. No, the Academy is the Oscars, I'm pretty sure. Just the Oscars. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because the Oscars is the only thing that has the Academy. Really? I think the Grammys has an Academy in what such... I could be wrong though. I just I don't know I'm who to side, I'm trying gut. to think of who to side with. Here. I'm going off my gut here, and the Oscars is the only category. Really? Yeah. The Grammys, I'm sure, because I, I think you could vote in the Grammys. Oh, so it's just people. Cho- oh, I think you could I vote see. like future. Could have done it for the Grammy or like <laughs> <laughs> what he what he puts in his songs, but like the Academy Awards is the stock cinema right like just cinema people yeah. coming together critics and yeah all okay okay bullshit. i see i see my eyes have been open to a whole new realm well there you go i'm pretty sure he yeah he won it for the revenue i'm pretty sure and that's the only movie he's ever won it for best male actor who's that oh so leonardo dicaprio so like the grammys <laughs> as we sidetrack even further from whatever <laughs> from tony stark and robert downey jr it says after nominees have been determined final voting ballots are sent to n-a-r-a-s voting members who may then vote in the general field um so it's like almost like a representative from each genre i guess okay who sits in on this who gets paid do these guys get paid for this but the oscars are the premier like cinema like if you want an oscar like is that it is that top tier oscar i thought a grammy was top tier top tier for music oh it's just music different things oh andrew we're we're learning a lot of new things (laughs) oh my god man i'm being educated man grammys are just music oscars have different genres for things in film such a soundtrack. Okay. By the way, I'm learning that shit. Yeah, yeah, I am blown away by Tate's knowledge right now. But um, those are the two. They're they're separate. What about like, the Golden Globes? That's Golden Globes is. What is please don't enlighten don't me. Ask please me. enlighten me on more knowledge, man. I'm learning a lot, and I'm, I feel like our viewers are as well. Tune Gold, in. Golden Globes are. Whoa. Ooh. Um, Hollywood Press. Ugh. Oof, I don't know about the Golden Globes, right. man. Oh, television. Oh, wait. Huh? Oh, we were on fire, now, <laughs> and know. now we've just put it all now, out. Now we seem like dumb shits. Yeah. Put the water, poured the water over the fire. Even Louie's turning away from us. He's like, fuck off, guys. Disappoint me. 
He's so ashamed. <laughs> the Golden Globe Awards are a series of awards given by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association for outstanding television and film. Uh, so okay, so they're tiers to this type of thing. Yeah, yeah. I did not know. I thought they were all like considered equal. They just had a shit ton of them. But the Academy is like top tier uh, film in the U.S. Okay, so gotcha. Lit. All right, let's. Well, uh, I was on a roll until you fucking bugged me with the Golden Globes. <laughs> the Globes. Let's move oh, on to sorry. something. Move on to something a little bit more mindless, or maybe equally as mindless as Hollywood. Uh, Rick and Morty season four. Oh, it is not mindless. It's very intricate. <laughs> it is kind of. It, it actually yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, actuality. Uh, they dropped the trailer. When did this drop? I don't. It was recent, right? One day ago. Wow. I think we're, so we're recording this on Wednesday. Yesterday or two days ago. Is there a new trailer? I thought they released a trailer last week. Let me. Um, but did you Google. see it? I saw one trailer. I don't know. If the one with the narration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was, was a week ago? I think it was sometime la- like well, last Thursday I'm type of thing. To the, I'm tardy to the party, if that's the case. <laughs> hey, hey, what do we think? Are we hyped or what? Uh, there's a lot of different plot, plot holes, or pl- not plot holes, but plots they could take up with this season. There's there's no way of telling what they're going to do in Rick and Morty. It's a bunch of randomness at first, <laughs> yeah. but there is some sort of underlying plot behind it all. Are you talking about the trailer where Mr. Poopy Butthole like, beats up a couple people? <laughs> I feel like we're talking about different things. I don't That's know, I don't know if I've seen Mr. Poopy Butthole be- beating up different people. He, Mr. Poopy Butthole put the hands on a couple people. I think I saw that. <laughs> No? No, I think I did, man. That's almost got me in tears thinking about that. (laughs) Describe it, would you? The trailer? Yeah, kind of like you described Stranger Things 4 last week. It has Rick and Morty... (laughs) It has Rick and Morty... Uh, M- Morty's climbing like the face of a mountain. He's like, it'd be a whole lot better like if I had your hover chair or something. He's yeah, like, yeah, I got the only yeah. one or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I saw. Oh, so that's yeah, I saw that. Okay, oh, I, maybe then I'm not just remembering that part then. That's the one. But there is a scene where Mr. Poopy Butthole does like a backflip off the deck and like <laughs> starts swinging. Through. That's yeah. hilarious. But as I was saying, there's a lot of routes they could take. <laughs> yeah, and like they don't have to pick up a plot point at. Any time during the season, they could continue just keep it like brushing it under the carpet and waiting for the right moment and keep setting it up more and more and more. But man, am I excited! Yeah, uh, Rick and Morty, just the comedy of it gets <laughs> it's me. So, it's, it's, it's so, so dark, great. Dude. It's so ridiculous. Morty is so not confident, <laughs> but he is the Mortyest Morty. Oh, uh, Rick! The whole genius behind the show is that Grip Rick. There's a million Mortys and like a million Ricks, but in that universe, it explores the multiverse in such a great way. Rick that we know is the Rickest Rick, <laughs> and the Morty we know is the Mortiest Morty, <laughs> and they're together, and that's just a genius, genius plot point. <laughs> and they're you think they're going to take down the uh, Citadel, dude? I don't know if they're even. I'm sure they'll bring it up in one episode or two, but I don't know if they're going to take it all down. Speaking of, it's it's broken up into two halves. This, yeah, it's this five season. episodes with four New Year's and then yeah. after, right? Which blows. So it's ten episodes total, five episodes before the holidays, and then another five after the holidays. Come starts in November, so I assume we'll get it till right before New Year's week. So and then I'll yeah. take a probably yeah. a two or three week hiatus and come back to us. That's why I'm hoping that like they set up like actual plot points because the the trailer something looked, to jump back into after the hiatus. Yeah, because the trailer looked um, pretty 
spaced out. It's probably just shit from the first two episodes in all actuality. There was no really, like, continuity that I saw in the in the trailer, but, um... It's so hard to piece it together, are you kidding me? The best you could do when you're watching a Rick and Morty trailer is think of what you've seen and what it could lead to versus what this tra- what this season is going to lead to. So, I think it's something you saw in season one that you might have saw in this trailer like mr meeksies i was we saw just some, gonna say we saw some mr meeksies hey it's me <laughs> like, i'm mr meeksies look at me i want to die <laughs> like you saw that all that and you haven't seen mr meeksies since season one i think i think that's when we were introduced to him could be two yeah but you yeah. haven't seen him since and here he is season four two four years later i think yeah. like come on meeksies are back and um it was also showed shit tonight. The mic, mic the, the wall. wall. Just watch out for that nail. Don't smash your palm against that little nail head sticking yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. And um, Thank Mo- you. Morty's ten adventures are done. He he punched the yeah, ten adventures yeah. card for the final time. So I'm hoping. What does that mean? I don't know. To give like a free ice cream trip, like a nice <laughs> adventure. Like come on, what does Morty got in store for him? I, I love know. what Rick does to Morty. What the psychological fucking torture? Yeah, like. I do. I really do love it because Morty he just puts up with it time after time. The one where he just sneak like a seed in his ass, or yeah, shit like that. And the episode too, that was where Morty's like, episode. "Oh, okay." He's was like, it the first episode? Put him up your ass, Morty. Put him up your ass. He's like, "What? What do you mean, Rick?" He's he like, just goes with it. Yeah. We, we gotta smuggle Morty. Come on, come on. We don't have any time for this. I love it. <laughs> It's like so outrageous. Speaking of just psychological distress, the episode where he's like, "Oh, come on, real quick trip, we'll be in and out," and they're gone for like a week, and they get into their spaceship. <laughs> That's season and three. they're just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> yeah, they start falling. Morty immediately starts crying, and Rick is just yelling, like can't even believe what it just happened. He's like, "Come on, Morty, quick adventure, five minutes, we'll be in and out, no problem. We'll get, we'll get you back to school in no time. We'll be able to take your exam." A week later, they finally escaped this war zone that they were in, and he's just finally like, ah! He just lets out the biggest grunt, like it's unreal. The psychological distress that Rick puts this poor bastard <laughs> I through. I am excited for November. I'm excited for November has the a lot things of stuff to come coming. at the end of this month. A lot of stuff coming towards the end of this year. Yeah. Um, end of the fucking world. Yeah, Move. let's move on to that. Please explain to at least me what that is. The show? Never seen it. So, I guess the gist of it is that um, this kid... uh, It's a Netflix show, right? It's a Netflix show that... It's a British Netflix show. I know the girl's name is Alyssa. I forget the guy's name, to be honest with you. But um, his mom kills himself... Kills herself in front of him when he was little. So okay, that's pretty dark. He's just a start, super right? like, dead inside guy who like thinks he's like a homicidal maniac, but he's really kind of just a guy. He wants to kill his father, right? He wants to kill somebody. I think it's his father. And then he met Alyssa, be so who long. is this girl. Let me just make sure I have the names right. I'm sure I, I'm sure it's Alyssa, but I don't know the guy's name. I'm gonna use the restroom. Oh god! Oh, okay. Breaking the seal, huh? I don't think we've. I don't think one of us has done that since like episode two. I got you. <laughs> well, all I right. Talk about this. Well, all right then. Um. So. Yeah. So. This guy, he wants to kill somebody, and he doesn't so know who he doesn't know who, and so he meets Alyssa, this girl from his class. Yeah. 
who is kind of a nut job herself. Yeah. Um, to put, to wrap things up into a bow, they run away together. They, he has plans of killing her. Mm-hmm. That's the person he wants to kill. He's like, oh, I'll run away with her. And kill her? I'll kill her. Yeah. And, um, they end up falling in love. Yeah. And traveling and getting into all this mischievous stuff together. And, um... They end up killing somebody else who was in a cult because okay. <laughs> they are living in his house um, just for like a time being. And he comes home unexpectedly and they find out that he is this maniacal cult, cult guy who rapes people and like v- takes pictures of them when they're like passed out. So they see him there. They're like, this guy's a piece of shit. So they kill him. And then there's no better way to bond with each other than committing a murder. And then trying to get away with it. Why do they want to commit so many murders? Because the guy thinks he's, like, a maniac. Because he watched his mom kill yeah, himself? Yeah, he thinks he's, like, this... this a psycho? Pretty much. But he's not? I mean, not really. He's kind of <laughs> just a kid who wants to kill someone. Okay. <laughs> um, and so he... They kill this guy, this cult member. Fall in love. Yeah. Try to cover it up. And... Pretty much the end of the season ends with um, the cops finding out they're chasing these two um, who are now living at Alyssa's father's house um, in the boons. <laughs> and the ending scene is... Spoilers. Yeah, is the kid running the boy. I forget his name. It's been a long time since I watched. But the boy running with a handgun. Yeah. And it cuts to black and you hear a gunshot. Okay. So you don't a know. Suspense there. Yeah. So you don't know if the cops that were chasing him shot him, or if he was running and shot himself. But it's or if he shot a cop, or if he shot a cop, or whatever. But it's renewed for a season two Oy. that's coming out the fifth of November. All right. So I'm super. How, how many episodes in season one? I would no, say more than ten. No more than ten. I'll give it a shot. I would say no but more than yeah. ten. Andrew, glad you're back after your pee break. Oh, let me tell you. Uh, Much needed. You watched a few episodes of this show. I did. Give your thoughts on it. I hated it. <laughs> Why? I, I, did, I love dark humor. Like, It seems like a show I would enjoy. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't get behind the characters of it. Like, okay. The younger kids doing all this stuff and... Ooh, ah, from what I even remember of it, it just really bothered me. Mm. It, like, it just didn't sit well with me. I was unhappy with oh, <laughs> what they were doing. I didn't understand James. why they were doing it. So, I don't know. I kind of I gave up af- on it after four or five episodes. It, was just, is it, was, it, it is wasn't it like for a me. slow show at first? Or, like, does I, it take some time to get I couldn't it? tell you. I found it very bingeable. Really? Yeah. Um, does Jess like it? Uh, I think I watched the show... By myself. Okay. I, thought you, I think you watched it with her, though. Not, Wait, how, no. how would you know I'll, that? Because I, I, I sometimes watched it with them. <laughs> I think, like, maybe you got her into it after you had watched it already. I could be. I could be remembering this wrong. It's been, This was a long time ago. Junior years, two years ago. That I watched the show, so forgive so, oh, me so if I got So, it's been a while? Wrong. It's been a long time. Yeah, I, honestly, I completely forgot about this show. Yeah. <laughs> Until today when you brought it up. But it's, in my opinion, it's a really kind of sweet show that has moments of like it's a it's a mindless Darkness. tv show yeah where there's 
mindless humor like it just cuts to a scene of this kid james when he was little like wanting to hurt himself so Isn't he plunges it? his hand into a deep fryer and then he's like holy fuck that hurts <laughs> it's just stupid, stupid shit, shit. Like wasn't that dude james like he really wanted to like have sex with the girl but like didn't because he also wanted to kill her at the same time he wanted to kill somebody i think it then, was the girl well yeah well, i wasn't done oh he wanted to kill somebody <laughs> oh sorry and then he met Alyssa, uh-huh who is nuts uh-huh. And he's and like, and her. yeah, and so they run away together, uh-huh. and this whole time, James is like, oh, I'm gonna kill her. And she's, she's gonna be the one. And she wants to fuck him, I think. Yeah, and then <laughs> yeah. They, they end up falling in love. It's an interesting dynamic. <laughs> Dude, this is why I, I couldn't get with sexual it. Sexual tension up the wazoo. I, I, I really couldn't get with it. There's way too much going on for my brain. I was like, this, this dude wants to kill three people. She wants to have sex with him and kill two other people. Like, it's crazy. And any time that uh, James had the opportunity to make a move, he froze up. Yeah. So, like, I do remember that. So he didn't do it, and Alyssa would get all fucking pissed off. Like, oh, you're so such a loser <laughs> like they have british accents you're such a pussy <laughs> so i check it out for um, the hell of eight it. episodes by the way I'm oh just that's it that. huh um are they how long are they each about like i think they're a half hour okay i'll check it out what it's a good show I'll i like it. it it's a cute show it's just plot yeah watch nice. big mouth instead save yourself the big trouble. mouth oh don't get me started on that show well, I would sound like a hater. Talk, no, I love it. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> talk, but talk about a fucked up show, dude. Like, oh, so bad. I would. I don't know how they get renewed every year. Tate watched like an episode last night. I think he comes down. and He's like, they're screwing a turkey. This guy's fucking a turkey. Nah, <laughs> dude. I still watched season three. By the way, I still seen any season three. Jay is hundred percent my favorite character. Jay, party wolf. Party Wolf was Fav- the best. Favorite character now. Dude, I don't know character my names. brother. My brother was saying, Jay's the one that fucks his pillow. Oh, yeah. And gets it pregnant? Yeah. <laughs> and then has this whole storyline with the pillows <laughs> until they vanish on the truck. They push boundaries in this season. <laughs> they really do. In this season especially, though, I'm almost done with it. They my brother says Jay has gone absolutely insane this season. <laughs> He's nuts, man. He, he doesn't know what he is. He's like, he's so aggressive. It's so funny. He's like, it's just a piece of paper. Fuck you. He's going crazy. His hormones are all whack. He doesn't know if he's bi, gay, or straight, or anything like that. It's hysterical. It's a pretty pretty funny season, but like, it's a Ooh, fucked up show. Yeah. It's got my cheeks hurting, just smiling from it. I can't wait to watch. Um, love, love the intro song to that. I'm going <laughs> through yeah. changes. I would say don't watch Big Mouth in opposition to the end of the That's fucking Black world. That's Black Sabbath, I think. Watch both. Yeah. <laughs> watch both. All right. Because they're, they're good. But, um... Big Mouth is grittier. Yeah. And end of the end of the fucking world is a good kind of funny cute show with a good plot. And sure. Big Mouth is just, just ridiculous. Just Big Mouth. It's ridiculous. It's Big Mouth. Big Mouth is animation. Um Andrew, what do we got on the release radar? A whole really not a lot. Take it away. If well, I'm gonna be honest, it's a... just by the way, I want to add that. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's looking slim for music and video games this okay. from this friday to the following by the way let me say that i apologize for last show skipping ahead like three months when you did the release <laughs> it's radar. okay the whole we'll, we'll pur- keep it we'll keep it in a narrow the way. whole purpose of the release radars is to get people an idea what's coming out the following week okay from when they listen to the episode to when you know the, the next one so sure <laughs> Okay, so TV, I got one thing that's worth noting, in my opinion, mainly because I watched the show a little while back, and I kind of gave up on it, but I heard it picked back up in a very positive manner, and that's Arrow. 
Uh, The show about Green Arrow, Mm -hmm. DC Hero. All the DC shows seem to be doing really well. I heard Flash is a huge hit. My brother loves Flash. Really? Check that on Netflix. Yeah, it's... He says it's really good. You too? I gotta go. What the hell is going on? What I noticed that whenever one of you goes, the, the other uh, one goes dude, like five minutes later. Because then you realize, like, oh my god, he went to the bathroom, <laughs> and then it co- it, the, in, the sensation gets so much more worse after you realize there's an opportunity for you to leave and go. It's unreal. What other DC show? Is Arrow and Flash the only two DC shows? No, so there's Arrow, Flash. Wasn't there like a... There's one called Legends of Tomorrow. Wasn't there like a Supergirl one? There is a Supergirl that? one that kinda, has like the Superman... Pops in here and there. Uh, <laughs> not, not a fan. Nah, if anything, I'd give the Flash a whirl and like watch that. But I watched Arrow and I was huge into that for a really? while. And then like for whatever reason, I just kind of dropped it. Not in like I just found other interests I wanted yeah. to watch and never picked it back up again. But it was really good. Is so Arrow? There's like, that. Yeah. Um, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl. I think they're coming out with a Batgirl. One okay. that one's starting up, I think, after Arrow finishes. But this is the last season of Arrow, and it starts back up October fifteenth. By the way, weren't they going to do like at one point a Swamp Thing? It was like a movie or a TV show, and then it got. I think you're canceled, right. Canceled or they bagged I, it or something like that. I think, I think it was you're a TV right. Show. Like it was a Swamp Person. Yeah, like, it was a vil- it was a villain from the swamp DC. Thing. Yeah, it was a villain from the DC verse. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I don't remember what they decided to do with that or know what happened yeah. to it, but. But I'll check out. I, I especially want to see Arrow. Um, I think you'd enjoy Arrow. Season is, is four it, and five kind of drop. Is I think the that's character the like is. Hawkeye at all? No, you'll uh, when you watch it, you'll see like how different he is yeah. to start and how he actually comes to find his way as a hero. Because originally, I think he's a villain. Yeah. When he starts, when this whole thing starts out in season one, I think he's a bad guy. Okay, and he kind of grows into the role of like realizing, what am I doing? I need to be a hero. Gotcha. So, do you recommend Flash or Arrow if I were to? Uh, for you, I definitely recommend Flash first. Okay, I think you'd enjoy Flash way more at first, and then like if you were feeling you know gutsy about moving on to another show, dive into Arrow. Fuck you, huh? Thanks for telling me I had a booger in my nose. What? How is that my fault? I had a hanger. I was just in the bathroom. I just walked by the mirror. I was like, oh man, left nostril. I'm not staring at your nostril, bro. You're on my left. I I look at you in the eyes when I talk to you, man. I would have accounted on you to tell me I have a snot in my nose. We get a comment about that, I'll die. (laughs) This is unreal. All All right, right, moving forward. forward. Uh, That's all I had for... (laughs) You you douche. Unbelievable. That's all I had for TV. Music, I haven't seen anything that really pops out to me. Same goes for video games. We... Now, next week. Next week, I can October twenty fifth. We got a lot of shit coming yeah, we, out. We got to talk about. But as of right now, for the following Friday, which is October eighteenth, not much coming out, mm. folks. Movie wise, I'm just gonna reiterate some of the movies coming out this Friday, yeah. October eleventh. Gemini Man. Mm. I seen that extended trailer at the movie theaters when we went to go see Joker. It looked good. It looks really good. Originally, when I saw like the Hulu clips, yeah, because Hulu promotes these movies, what I was it? like, ah, but, Gemini with Man? Will Smith. Will Smith fighting oh, Will yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that that actually caught my interest then. Uh Jexy, the Siri phone thing with that yeah. with that man we discussed. And <laughs> Adam's family, honestly, I'd probably try to find that legally before I go watch it in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna be real, folks. Like I don't think I'd pay money to go see Adam's family. But it does look funny because the Adams family, you know, he brings up some jokes. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're funny guys. So October eighteenth, following Friday from when this episode drops. 
Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Okay. I don't know if you guys have seen the first Maleficent. I actually have, per Sarah's request. <laughs> Great movie, in my opinion. It, wow. It, it, I enjoyed it thoroughly. It, it was it, a it movie was, I did not... It was not, an interesting take. I did, yeah, I did not see any of it coming. I'll tell you that much. It was I, I couldn't even explain where she came from, how Maleficent is a thing. I don't know what movie she's from. But it was good. It was very good. I enjoyed it. I think we're talking about the same thing, right? <laughs> I don't know. Snow the, the lady, with the, yeah. the lady yeah. with the yeah. horns, right? Yeah. 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 The, okay. the dark version of uh, Snow, White. Snow White. Yeah. I enjoyed that movie yeah. greatly. Villain. Uh, what else we got here? Oh, how could I forget? El Camino comes out this Friday, guys. I jumped ahead. Mama so mia. I forgot to say El Camino this Friday. <laughs> so it'll be out by the time you hear this podcast. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Give it a watch. We'll definitely be talking about it next yeah. week. Full review next week. I'll probably El watch Camino. the movie four times before yeah. we, we see yeah. we see each other again for you, recording. You know what else will be out by the time I, they watch this, uh, this podcast? Listen. Listen, whatever. Watch the clips. Patriots. Sixth the win oh. of this season. Shots fired. Reppin. Taking fired. on the Giants. We're filming, or we're doing this Wednesday. They yep. play tomorrow, and the pod gets released Friday. So, so you'll either look like an ass, <laughs> or you'll look win. good. I'm going to rep this jersey right now because we're going to win, and uh, we're going to be 6-0 and by the time it comes out Friday. Well, Number one right. defense in the league. Let's go Pats. Uh, like... A lot by a lot. Six point eight points. <laughs> Eleven interceptions or something like that. It's stupid. Yeah, they're nasty. McCourty brothers. <laughs> All right. Uh, plug your uh, social media. Hey, we still got more here. Oh, oh we, we do. We still yeah. got more here. <clears throat> we we have the lighthouse. Is Tate wanted me to give a mention to? Do you? Correct. Do you have any light on that? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was, man. I think, the smoothest comment I've ever heard on this show. <laughs> wow. So, the thing is, I don't know if The Lighthouse is an international film or if it's going to be kind of a private film, but um, it's supposed to be this fantastic movie that Robert Pattinson is in, and it's about um, it's set in the ni- 1890s about two lighthouse keepers that are on a mysterious island in New England, and they lose their minds. <laughs> I want to see it. It's in black and white. Oh, whoa. That Um, is cool. Yeah, so it's retro. It's supposed to be fantastic. Um, It sounds like a Stephen King movie if I've ever heard one. It reminds me of Shutter Island a little bit. 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. Wow. Um, (laughs) And it comes out the 18th. The 18th? Yeah, it's next Friday. I'll fucking see that. Yeah. Yeah. We also have Zombieland Double Tap coming Mm -hmm. out. Double tap this. Mm, you know who else is in? Ooh, good. I like that. See that? Willem Dafoe is in the lighthouse, by the way, which is the Green Goblin. Dafoe, <laughs> the original Green Goblin. Yeah, what a guy. Yep. Yeah, just by the way. <laughs> Had Zombieland that. Double Tap. This the sequel to Zombieland coming out October eighteenth. Tate, you got to see Zombieland. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like we're. I think we should just force him to watch it tonight. I think yeah. Yeah, I, I think this is something we should do. Moving on to our last movie, Jojo Rabbit. October eighteenth. We've discussed Man, a lot it before. Coming out on the eighteenth, yeah. Was that, there's a lot of a lot of movies? good movies coming out on the eighteenth. You know, movies that have potential. Yeah, a lot of good shows too. I mean, there's some stuff coming out from here until December. 
there's some good shit. The end of the year, it brings some good shit, man. And then we're going to hit a lull come, like, February. (laughs) Yeah, but they they release all this stuff early, so when the award shows start picking up in January, February, they have potential to pick up traction immediately. Yeah, I guess. But that is all I have for the release radar, folks. All right. Let's where, round out this show. Where can people find you guys on social media? Drop it. I'll go first this week. I'm at uh, TateVilli04 on Twitter. Um, that's all you need to know. Okay. I don't. I don't want to plug my Instagram. You're, you're a simple man. I'm a simple kind of man. Help out the ratio, for, please, God. <laughs> Just follow me on Twitter. Give the guy a follow. Please. It's too new to Twitter, man. That's what you get for deleting your first one. The more followers, the more content. 100% for any That is true. Uh, ATF796 is where you can find me on Twitter. Remember, folks, live, laugh, and smile. I saw it above your toilet hey. when I was taking a piss. I, I felt like I needed to say it afterwards. <laughs> are we white bread or what? <laughs> you guys are the whitest bread I know, but uh, it's a nice thing. It, it, it stands true. Live, laugh, and smile, folks. It Amen does. That. I think you gave like an inspiration. I did. I did. I gave a little something last week. <laughs> You know, I enjoy those. Uh, hey, I, you I know, I'm, it honestly might become a weekly thing at this point. <laughs> Live, right. laugh, love. Fair enough. Yeah, you can check me out on Twitter, uh, at Jason on Tap. Uh, really want to give a special plug to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Absolutely. Uh, we put out uh, video highlights from the show. I know we'll put up the full video of our Joker review on YouTube. Uh, just type in on tap podcast and subscribe and click the bell notification button. We'd really appreciate it. Also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Spread the word. Yeah. If, yeah. You, if you like our content, tell your friends. We'd love to pick up more and more traction as we keep going with this. We're I not think, going anywhere, folks. I We're, think the best thing you could do is share our show. Yeah. That's beyond likes, beyond comments. The best thing you could do is share the podcast. Tell someone about it. Absolutely. I mean, we're going to keep pumping stuff out regardless, but the more motivation we have with the more people who we know enjoy our content, that's that's what makes makes the show. That's what makes so, it worth it. Um, like our stuff, can tune in every Friday. We'll be listening. I mean, yeah, we'll if be- you follow us, you'll have direct contact, a way of seeing where the links are if you don't want to go searching for it. Hey, know? by the way, let I me plug... I always post on the Twitter. I always forget this, so let me plug it before I forget. If you want to get in touch with us, um, we do have a Gmail set up. If you have any questions, Holy. comments, whatever. Is this news to you? This is news to me, <laughs> it's folks. News to me, too. All right. Hey, Andrew Tate, <laughs> left out of the loop. What's up, Jason? <laughs> so, okay. uh, on tap podcast at Gmail was out of it. Like, uh, that wasn't an option. On tap was not an option. So, we are the on tap boys at gmail.com. Hey! I like that better. All right. That's awesome. So, if you want to get in touch with us, the on tap boys at gmail.com. Honestly, I would say that that'd probably be the most direct way to do it. Yeah. All, all we got to do is check that as opposed to, like, if people mention us or whatever, you know, configuring it yeah. that way. Just yeah. funnel it into the, into the Gmail. Absolutely. Shoot us an email. Shoot us uh, some comments. Tell us what you think of the show. We will answer literally any fan question. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, come on. There's really nothing we'll we'll avoid. Yeah. So. But anyway, we'll be back uh, next Friday, folks. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> so true. <laughs> see, see you next week. Take Peace care. Peace out, folks.